they're like, man, these guys just expect me to sell all day. And the answer is yes. Welcome to the Gym Secrets Podcast, where we talk about how to get more customers, how to make more per customer, and how to keep them longer, and the many failures and lessons that we have learned along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Hope you guys are having an awesome Monday morning. Uh, wanted to make this because I woke up with this on my mind, and I think it was relevant. So I was looking through our um, our weekly reports, and uh, I, was, I was looking at the sales team stuff, and I was looking at uh, the GLX stuff, which is our fulfillment side. And uh, I thought this was uh, really fascinating and I would share this with you. So one of the things that happens is we get a lot of people uh, who come on and they say, you know, we're, we're like, hey, what's your goal right now? What are you trying to accomplish, right? And uh, a lot of gyms are like, man, if I could get 300 members, that would be amazing. If I get 200 members, that would be amazing. If I could get 500 members, that would be amazing, right? And so they have these goals, right? And yet they don't follow the simple math of getting there. And so most times the inflow is the cap, Right. Now, there's obviously, like, you've probably heard, if you've, if you've ever followed my stuff for long enough, you'd know that I talk a lot about retention, about lifetime value, et cetera, right? But at a basic level, there, there is at some point what I would consider acceptable metrics, right? And what that means is, let's say that you're, uh, you know, if you're in the service-based business, you're never going to get your churn below 1%, 2 I mean, it's just, it's very unlikely, Right? And that's and if you are in that, it's typically because you're growing purely off organic referrals, which is awesome. But if you want to be massive, you need to grow off everything. You need to grow off organic. You need to grow off outbound. You need to grow off uh, paid acquisition, right? Running ads. And um, the issue that I just continue to see is, and so then, so this last week, I think we had like ten gyms um, pause on GLX, and so GLX is our kind of done for you side, and all ten of them paused because there was too much inflow. They could not handle the lead flow and the appointments uh, that were being set for them. And uh, I'm going to pause that right, right there. And Layla was on a podcast this last week as well with, uh, I think it was Push Press. I think it was Push Press. And uh, the CEO of Push Press was like, you know, um, we've, we've heard that the number one complaint that, that we hear from people, you know, from our customers who have worked with you is that they're like, man, these guys just expect me to sell all day. And the answer is yes because that's what you said you wanted, right? And so what's interesting for me is most people want a full gym until they actually have a full gym or see what's required to get a full gym, right? And so when we used to fly out and force gyms to grow because we didn't have limiting beliefs around growing a gym, someone would have 80 clients at their CrossFit and then in 21 days, they'd have 280 clients at their CrossFit and they'd be like, holy shit, what do I do? I did not sign up for this. It's like, actually, you did sign up for this. And so it reminds me, oh, I'm going to pull this up for you. My favorite, my favorite magic cards of all time, all right, was called Burning Wish. So Dr. Cash, you sent me a, a card verse, was really cute of him. And uh, underneath it says, she wished for a weapon, but for not the skill, sorry, she wished for a weapon, but not for the skill to wield it. And I feel like a lot of times that's what happens is, uh, at least for the, the people who are coming in to GLX underprepared, is they're like, I really want to grow. I want to get new customers, right? Our top client right now in the last 30 days signed up 100 new, 130 new clients, all right? 130. And we actually, that's in the last 30 days, but she signed up 130 in the last two and a half weeks. So if we give it another like one and a half weeks, she'll probably top 200 new clients, all right? If you want a 200, 300, 400, 500 person facility, and you are not able to sign up 20 new clients a week, 
you will not get there, right? Because this is where the acceptable metrics parts comes in. I would like to give you permission that if you have a service-based business, all right, services of any kind, anything that is easy in is easy out. And you're like, well, I mean, we have to onboard them and blah, which you should be, right? But easy in, service is easy in. Switching from your CRM to another CRM, not easy, right? Big pain in the ass. And so the likelihood that you switch is very, very low, which is why software and things like that are much stickier than services are. And so you have to kind of accept that that comes with the territory. So if you're selling service and you want to be big, then you have to know that there's going to be a back-end churn that's going to occur. And that's just because easy in, easy out. And that's how it works, right? But if you have easy in and you're not maximizing the fact that that's your advantage in services that you can scale quickly, right, your inflow, then you're not using one of the primary advantages of being a service provider, right? And so if it's like, I want to get to, to 200, or let's say, let's, say, let's say 300 members, right? I want to get to 300 members. Okay, cool. You want to get to 300 members. Now, your churn's 10%, industry average, and you can only sign up 10 trials a week, and that's you maxed out, right? 10 new prospects per week that give you a credit card for some front-end program or a trial of some sort, right? You can only sign up 10 of those a week. Now, even somebody who comes in and signs up uh, straight into EFT, what we have noticed is we still have to resell them on a longer term because really there's the I'm going to try it phase and then there's the I'm going to commit phase. And even if, like I said, you sign someone up for recurring, it doesn't actually mean they'll stick until they really make the second sale. And we've seen that across the board for us and our gyms at least. Okay. So if you can only take on 10 new, new potential prospects, right, per week, and that's your cap, and you want to get to 300 members, then that would mean that you have to convert 75% of them week in, week out. And a lot of people are not doing that. And 10, mind you, means that you're closing 50% of four calls a day, right, that are showing. And let's say you're getting half those calls, which means you have to have eight scheduled appointments a day. Now, most gyms that I talk to don't even have, they're, they're stressed out of their mind with that, right? But that's just for them to get 20 or 30 new customers a month. You want to get to 500? You want to get to 400? You have to accept the fact that you're going to be selling all day because you're selling a service and you're trying to get to a high number. And so most times, most times people have goals and are disconnected from the actions that are required to get there, right? The numbers, the basic math, and most people just don't do the math, Like, right? So I would highly encourage you, if you know what your churn is, look backwards and think, okay, if I'm going to lose 20 customers a month and I'm at 200 and I want to get to 400, a lot of times you don't just double your inflow. Like sometimes you have to do even more than that because you also lose some efficiency on the back. It's part of the game, right? And so if you're at 10%, you're losing 20, all right? And so if you know you're converting half of your trials, that means you have to make 40 sales a month, all right? The industry average, by the way, is 35%, which would mean that if you wanted to replace those 20, you'd have to sell 60 trials a month, okay, of some sort, 60 front-end programs of some sort, per month. If you can't do that, you will never grow and you will always wonder why. All right. And so this message is basically for anyone who wants to be a big dog. If you want to dominate the market, which is the marketing that most people respond to, like dominate your competition, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff, right? You want to be a seven figure gym. Okay, cool. Then you have to do the math that seven figure gyms do. And I do not know a single one of them that do not know how to take on 
high numbers of traffic on a week in, week out basis, right? What I continue to see is I'm going to turn my ads on for a couple weeks and I'll turn them off. And then we got to go service those people. No, 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 no. If you want to scale, your inflow never stops. You have to be able to sign up people this week and next week and the week after that and the week after that and fulfill. You need to be doing both things concurrently. And if you're incapable of doing that, it means you're not able to manage your schedule uh, of your team, right? They have to know that the first two hours of the day, it's blocked on their time, is going for outbound, uh, for, for ongoing fulfillment. Like they're reaching out to your existing customers to make sure that they stay. Then you have two hours a day that's blocked for onboarding for new customers. Then you have orientations, right? All that stuff. And then you have sales and you have to dis disperse the meetings that have to happen in order to make this entire model work. Real quick, guys, if you can think about how you found this podcast, somebody probably tweeted it, told you about it, shared it on Instagram or something like that. The only way this grows is through word of mouth. And so I don't run ads. I don't do sponsorships. I don't sell anything. My only ask is that you continue to pay it forward to whoever showed you or however you found out about this podcast that you do the exact same thing. So if it was a review, if it was a post, if you do that, it would mean the world to me and you'll throw some good karma out there for another entrepreneur right? And that's with any service business. Like this works the same for us, right? We've got sales appointments, we have kickoff calls, we have builds that happen in the background, and then we have ongoing check-ins to make sure the clients are doing well, right? Beyond that, we still have daily calls with me to make sure that they're uh, being able to sell and convert and all that kind of stuff, right? And so the whole point of this is if you're not where you want to be, a lot of time it's because your inflow is your bottleneck and you haven't operationally prepared yourself for what it actually looks like to sign up 100 people in a month, right? 50, 60, 80 new people in a month. The math is there. If you want to do it, you can do it. But I'm just seeing this like more times than not. And the and like when when Dan said it from Push Press that the number one complaint that people got from Jim Lunch is like, they're just, they just flood, you know, they flooded me with, they expected me to sell a day. Yeah, because that's what you said you wanted. So either switch your goal or switch your head, right? Like, because like, if you want to get to here, it's just math backwards, right? And so just most people have not done that math. So here's how you do the math. If you want to grow to, let's say, uh, 300 members, okay? And let's say your churn is 10%. That means you need to sign up 30 people per month to break even. Now, let's just get those 30 done. Let's say you convert half, because to get the 300, you have some skills, right? So you're converting half your front end people, which means you're at 60 new signups per month. That's 15 a week, all right? Now, if you're selling one out of two that you're, that you're talking to, now you're talking 120 a month uh, of people who you're talking to. So that's 30 a week roughly, right, that you're talking to. And you're probably selling only five days or, now here's another one I could go off on. It's like, we only sell two days a week. It's like, well, good luck trying to sell, you know, 30 people in two days. It's not, it's very unlikely that's gonna happen, right? So if you're not selling, let's say you're selling six days and you're selling 30. So you gotta sell five people a day, or sorry, meet with five people per day, which is not that unreasonable. It's five 30 minute sessions. It's two and a half hours, three hours of sales a day. Like this is not crazy, right? Um, now, you're still gonna have, show ups, right? Which is going to be another inefficiency. All right. So to go 30 goes to 60 appointments a week. Ooh, interesting. All right. Now we're at 60 appointments a week and we're just maintaining 300. We're not even growing to get there yet. Interesting. Right. And so now we're seeing how this math starts to work out. You're like, okay, so now if I wanted to grow an extra 30 on top of that, 
then I need to have even more. I've needed double what I just said, okay? And so we have 30 conversions from 60 front-end sales, which is half of 120 meetups, 120 uh, client conversations per month, okay? That, and then you have half of those that show for their appointments, and then you need to double that to grow, right? That's the math. And so if you're not able to deal with that math, then you will not get there. And sometimes it's just like, just giving the, the sheer reality of the situation is like, it's a volume game. It's a math game. It's the same people who get bent out of shape over one person who says, I gotta talk to my husband, I don't have my card on me. It's like, cool, move on. Champions have short memories. Right? They bounce back fast. They're unaffected by losses because they're just thinking, I know I need to close half. Which means, here's the news flash. If you have to meet with 200 people, 100 people are going to say no. And you have to be emotionally okay with that because you just understand the numbers, right? You'll be like, I don't know. I mean, you should try and get better at your craft. Always, of course, right? But if you just can't accept emotionally, and this is what I continue to see is that some guys just can't take the emotional beating of having people say no, which is why they'll never grow, right? And like the most experienced salespeople, they don't get bothered. They're like, yeah, they understand that people come with their own preconceived notions to the call. It's a not about you, the salesman. It's about them, right? And just remembering that it's about them. So don't get butthurt if for some reason someone says no. Of course they have excuses. That's why they're not in shape. Of course they have limiting beliefs. That's why they're not in shape. And so if we're going to expect that they're not going to come with emotional baggage to the call or to the meeting, it's ridiculous, right? And so then if we're to take this back one step, right, and we said, let's say 240 uh, consults, we, we're going to have to be generating 15 leads a day, right, roughly. Huh, well, what does it take to get 15 leads a day in cost? Well, right, let's back into it. 15 leads a day, 10 bucks a lead, or $150 a day. It's $4,500 in ad spend per month. Just the math. And I think that a lot of people don't confront the math. They make these goals and don't think about what it takes to get there. And then as soon as it even gets to a third of what it would actually take to get there, to achieve what they want, they're like, oh my God, this is just so much. So, well, yeah, if that's what you want, then this is how, this is how it works. It's like, well, I want to be a champion bodybuilder. Okay. Well, I can only work out three days a week for an hour. Okay. Good luck. <laughs> okay. Right? And so it's like, do you want to be a champion or do you just want to be another person who also ran? And that's fine if that's what you want. It's just I'm not hearing that that's what you want. So either people need to get real clear on what they really want or re and, and, and then make the adjustments accordingly or realize that it's not actually their priority. And that could go into a whole other thing about like priorities are just priorities. There's never really conflicting priorities. You just have one that is a bigger priority than another. And if it conflicts, then the other one is a secondary priority. And sometimes priorities do conflict in terms of their nature, but not their importance. And so you just need to figure out which of these things is more important to me, right? And most times it's simply being able to delegate time and appropriate on a calendar when things need to get done. If we know that we have to onboard 30 new customers per week, then how do we fit, let's say, 30 30 minute consultations in? Okay, it's 15 hours a week. I've got one team member, they're here five days a week. There's three hours on their, on their calendar. Great, so now that one person has three hours a day on their calendar, five days a week, for taking on new customers. Okay, that seems reasonable. They still have another five hours, right? And if they have to do conversion meetings, which is to convert them into a long-term membership, 
<coughs> from a trial or a front-end program. Now, uh, from, from those people, we know that we, again, have 30 people we got to meet with. And so of those 30 people, and it's to say it's going to take a 30-minute 30, 30 consult to sell someone into membership, boom, now that person's at six hours a day. All right, this is just one employee. And so this one employee is now managing the onboarding and the conversion sales, right? And then they have two hours a day to do continuous reach outs to the existing customers. Great, that is a role, right? And then you have a salesperson who's gonna, well, I mean, that has to be a full-time salesperson who's gonna hit those numbers, right? They're gonna meet with 60 people, right? 60 people, six days a week, it's 10 a day, right? 30 minutes, it's only five hours, right? And so if you're looking at this, this is the game, is how long does it take how many of them do we have? Block the time. And that is how you scale. That's it. That's all there is. Right? And just and just confronting the math. Now you can try and tweak it and control it, but you have to understand you're not gonna have orders of magnitude improvements. You're not gonna sell hundred percent of people who show up. You're not gonna keep hundred percent of people month over month. It just doesn't happen, right? It just it just doesn't. And so you have to you deal with what is. Right? You're always going to try to improve, and that's normal. But if you wait for always your improvements, you will never start, and you will never get to where you're trying to go. And so that is my message for the week, is that um, your inflow is probably your bottleneck, and there has to be acceptable metrics that you can extrapolate off of, and then work backwards into how much time that's required, and how many people are required to help you get there. And if that means for you as the proprietor or the owner of the business that you need to work double time in order to afford the person who's going to be able to release the bottleneck, then that is part of the game. All right. So anyways, I hope you guys have an amazing Monday. I hope you look at money math. And I hope you look at time math to figure out how you can break your bottlenecks so that you can get to the gym that you want, whether that's Corona or not Corona or remote or launching anything or you have a B2B business. It doesn't matter. The metrics are all the same. All right. So lots of love. Hope you guys are stoked uh, for this week because I am. We're super excited and I will catch you guys all soon. All right.